I'm assuming you're listening to this podcast because you either want to learn how to get into the industry or how to scale your vacation rental management company. I have great news for you because you are in the right spot. But I bet there's one thing that you didn't know was a key focus for growing and getting started in the vacation rental industry. And that is safety. So in this week, you're going to hear about how safety sells. You can learn how to become a certified safe property manager through Breezeway's safety course hosted by your one and only expert, Justin Ford. What's Breezeway, you ask? Breezeway is the industry's leading software that helps any host or property manager master their turnovers, cleans, and any maintenance tasks while on the go. Breezeway's mobile app makes it easy for you to see what and how far along your teams have come when it comes to cleaning and any other tasks, while automating the workload that you don't need to use on pen and paper anymore. Come on, it's 2023. Why is this so important? Why are we taking a whole week dedicated to safety? You're going to hear in today's episode starting right now. All right, Justin, good morning, bright and early and uh, ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to rock and roll. I did two cold brews this morning. Talking about them with you yesterday really kind of just put it into my head. I've been craving them cold brew a day keeps the doctor away but every day we do this podcast you're gonna just increase that amount so it's two today three tomorrow i don't know about three tomorrow it's gonna starting to cost me money like cold brew's not cheap true that especially in this economy i think we had a great second day covering in where do i even begin with safety in my vacation rental homes so now today is really how do i know something is a safety issue and i love this was kind of talked off screen but you said no one's taught you this so Let's jump into your mindset on this and then the thinking behind it, knowing if something's going to be a safety issue or not. That's a great point. Everybody has experiences in their life where they, for the most part, remember where they learned it. You remember your creative writing teacher in eighth grade, and you're still careful not to misspell refrigerator because your fifth grade teacher scolded you five times on, on the quiz and told you how to do it wrong. And vaguely in the back of your head, you know, and I, I don't think they actually recommend it anymore, but you probably remember 10 and 2 on the steering wheel from driver's ed, government economics. So all those different things are all different life things we went through, but no one ever taught us life safety in school. You just, we did fire drills, but that was what to do. And fire trucks came and they handed out red helmets once in a while in kindergarten and first grade, but no one ever talked about it. I'm that guy. I'm here. I'm a little late to the show um, in your life, but I'm here to tell you, and uh, I'm speaking to you. I am telling you, smoke alarm is the single most important item in your rental property. You've got to take care of it. And the best part about that, I don't know if you've ever seen it, and not obviously right now, but Google this sometime if you haven't. Admiral William McRaven, idol of mine, he did a big, he has a book, Make Your Bed, but he does a speech and he talks about when he does speeches at college graduations and things, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning, make your bet. It's something you can do. And when you achieve that and you've done that, you can continue through the day checking things off that you've completed things. And that's the same thing with safety. It's the first thing you have to do. And it's the one thing you can accomplish in your rental. You'll never know if you've got the right thread count. You don't know if your price too high, too low. You don't know if the Wi-Fi speed you're paying for is the best and it's keeping the runners happy. But the one thing you can do and be successful at in a rental property is make sure that it's safe. I will say after you and I first talked not too long ago, maybe a year ago, 
on safety for vacation rentals and a deeper dive. We, I think we had like an hour long episode. Things never were the same for us in our vacation rental management company. And I want to reference what you said in day one, safety sells. And I think when you're talking to owners and you talk about safety right out the gate, that's the first thing we look at in a home. Not only is the destination great and can you do cool things with the design and the amenities and yada, 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 you know, have a good ROI on the nightly rate and occupancy, but going into safety and saying, Hey, like these are some things that we should really think about or not even really think about. We should need to implement if we take you on as a client, are you willing to make that investment? And it saved us a lot of time and a lot of money. And our owners actually end up respecting that decision, that discussion when it's right out the gate. Got to give my hat off to you and what you guys have been building at Breezeway for your safety course and your certification because it does sell and not in the way that people think when it just comes to guests and bookings. Like it comes to owner trust as well. So I definitely think it's uh, really important. You know, Heather Bears on doing this series with you as well. She and her son, Mike, were one of the first people to get involved with the safety program at Breezeway when we started it over three years ago. And she's been a cheerleader since day one. One of the things that she found is they got started in requiring safety inspections before they brought their properties on is they'd go visit a new homeowner that potentially wanted to list with her company and she'd point out all the safety stuff. And it sometimes the homeowners would go, you know what? <laughs> we called you over here to list our house as a vacation rental. We didn't ask you for a safety inspection and they were a little put off and that was it. And then they went on to one of Heather's competitors and they quickly identified when Heather's competitors came up. And all they did was say, yeah, beautiful house. We'll list it. They'd say, but what about our deck railing? It, we're, we were told it doesn't meet code. Are you all right with that? And Heather's competitors would just go, yeah, I mean, it looks fine to us. They came back to Heather and listed with her. It was that difference. And so people may seem put off by it, but ultimately nine out of 10 understand that the guests need to have a safe experience. And it's not from the point of view of you don't want to get sued. It's not from the point of view, you don't want someone to die in your properties. It's a smart financial decision to do to highlight that your property is the safest property they can stay in in your market. 100%. So going into the safety course, I think, can you give us a, a little sneak peek when you're training vacation rental managers or hosts or whoever is running the home, when it comes to understanding and being aware if something is a safety issue or not, let's use the, the railing, for example, a lot of people think railings are great, but are they up to the right height or are they secured properly with the right type of, I forget what it's called, but like the screw pattern or <laughs> give us like a walkthrough on how to know if something is a safety issue or not. When it comes to identifying where these issues come from, we've been really blessed in our industry, proper insurance. They have given us and shared with us all the claims data that they get, not specifically, but generally. 83% of all accidents in vacation rentals are slips, trips, and falls. And this is because railings, handrails, and lighting, things aren't placed in the way that they should be. So they have to meet code to prevent these type of incidents from happening. And notice I say incidents, not accidents. We don't have accidents. In short-term rentals, it's something that the safety industry is trying to get away from the word accident now. All the information's out there to know. It's an accident if you're walking down the road and a meteor hits you. I mean, what are the chances that's going to happen? That's an accident. It's pretty crazy. But if you get hit by a drunk driver, that's not an accident. That guy shouldn't have been driving drunk, and we knew that. We've known that. So we know that with railings. 
railings are supposed to be 36 and in some areas 42 inches high and they've got to have balusters that are separated only by four inches or less and we see so many times where instead of vertical they're horizontal and horizontal railings might be great at your home and you don't have any kids there and your dog climbs up to chase a squirrel whatever that might be something you're fine with but in a vacation rental that's a ladder that's a ladder for a three-year-old boy who's coming to the rental property who doesn't have that type of railing or even a decker railing at his own home. So you've got to get in and understand who is staying in your property and where the potential risks are. 30% of our renters are elderly. Elderly people have a difficult time moving around. And statistics from the AARP show that anybody over the age of 60 is like 80% more likely to trip and fall. As they age, we start scuffing. It only takes the thickness of a nickel to create a trip hazard. So we've got to pay attention, understand, you know, if this is a first floor bedroom, that's probably where older people are going to be staying. Maybe we need to make sure that the carpets don't have wrinkles, different things like that. If it's a kid's bedroom, we've put the bunk beds in there. They've got to have good egress. The fire alarms have got to connect up there because kids don't wake up to fire alarms. So there's so many different components there that you've got to think about. And uh, you're right, I've put it all in a course. And the course addresses all these things. It gets people thinking about things that they've never thought about in their own home because generally speaking, we just think about our own safety. But now you got to think for others. And that's a big step. That's the reason of this podcast is just to give you a taste because I think what you guys have built with the course, it's it's uh, something I would say you take a couple hours out of your day and you dedicate time to. Not just a 10-minute episode like we're on now, but really going into the depthness of what to think about when you like, yeah, a horizontal balcony looks great, but having that mindset of like, this is a climbing ladder. This is a gymnasium for a kid that gets excited that they're away from home and that they're in a new place with many other examples. So I also want to kind of address, this wasn't planned into the agenda of talking points, but can we talk about accessibility for people with wheelchairs or even anyone with mental or physical disabilities. I have family members who have cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, you name it. And this is something that hotels obviously have to have by code. And we've seen this before, but can you talk about this in vacation rentals as a way of safety as well? I guess we could, this is going to be kind of crazy, but I'm giving it an investment tip. I'm giving financial investment tips here in a safety presentation. I will tell you right now, Will, if I have the the pocket change to do it, I would be building a vacation rental right now that's 100% handicap accessible. We don't have enough in our industry. There's one in Cape Cod that's right on the beach that they've made 100% handicap accessible. And a good friend of mine who studies and talks about this type of um, design for for homes has actually stayed there and anybody in a wheelchair can get in there, cook, do everything they need to do and actually get down onto the beach. This property's booked out for like eight years and at a premium price. And I mean, that's unfortunate because someone you know has a disability, they're paying a little bit more and it's harder to find it. But what a great return to have that type of investment out there. We've got to think about who is coming into our home. And I've always been a big Believer in finding out who's staying in these rental properties. You're bringing a dog. What kind of dog is it? You're bringing your mom and your dad. Okay. You sound like you're in your forties. Sounds like probably mom and dad are in their sixties and there, or there's ways without asking their age or assuming it, you know, Hey, I want to help you plan your vacation staying in my house. 
looks like three couples. Anybody have any mobility challenges? Getting and understanding that and thinking of that ahead of time before the guests come. And if you have a lot of elderly people who are staying with you, put grab bars in the bathrooms and make it easy for them to be able to use things. Make it so lights are going on and off. It's very important to focus on making sure that your home is accessible to people who want to be able to stay in it. And if you can go to that next level with it and market to that, um, you're going to see a good return on that as well. Yeah. And plus, it's just the right thing to do. I think there's not enough thinking of people that are, I wouldn't say less fortunate, but just aren't built the way that we are. You know, sometimes it's it's different. I It took me forever to realize that me and my brother were different because he had Down syndrome and I didn't. So just understanding there are differentiators between humans and and who's staying in properties. And the, the cool thing is most, at least in my experience, most people, if they do have mobility issues, they will tell you. They will say, hey, are there railings? How steep are the stairs? How many steps is it, do you think? You know, is there a big enough parking space so we can get the wheelchair out? Like stuff like that, they will most likely ask you because they have to, they're, they're used to it. So just kind of being before, ready to answer those questions. Before I was a safety expert, I don't talk about my past a lot, but I owned and, you know, co-founded the largest vacation rental company in New England. We would get calls sometimes from people who needed some sort of accessibility. Um, they, they'd come stay with us for three weeks. I would build a ramp. I would build a handicap accessible ramp for them to get in up two steps, build it out of plywood. It was an investment that made sense and uh, never had a bad experience working with somebody that had mobility challenges and it was worth doing it. I probably wouldn't do it for a two nights stay, but absolutely. If they're coming to stay for three weeks, what can I do to accommodate and make sure that they're able to safely use the property? But once you build it once, you can use it over and over again. That's the nice thing. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. What a great way to wrap up day three. I think we covered a lot more than we probably expected, but hey, let's just call this a, a bonus to the episode and getting it ready for day four, going into why is safety just not a one-time thing, which I think is what we just ended on. So I'll see you tomorrow morning. Sounds great. See you then. Does your brain hurt from all that safety talk? Because there's a lot that Justin can just go on about and there's so much valuable information and I was so glad that we were able to talk about the accessibility piece because it is really important and it's pretty close to my heart so I was happy about that portion and I just want to say thank you so much for getting through day three now let's get ready for day four as we prepare to jump in to more safety tips and tricks with Justin Ford. <laughs>